go again. Another season, another year of the Sportsbet Rugby League podcast. Dan Ganane here. And, and a slight change this year, uh, Peter Sterling uh, couldn't be with us in 2018, which is a bummer because I know he wanted to be here. Uh, and he had a ball doing this, particularly after he started winning. He wasn't so enabbed uh, when he was having a losing run, but... Um, we have replaced Sturlow with not one, but two absolute guns who know their footy, who know their punting, which is what this is all about. If you're new to this podcast, it is unashamedly a pod, a punting podcast. We talk about gambling. We talk about lines. We talk about all those sorts of things. Firstly, Joel came from Sportsbet, but more importantly, one of the West's Tigers' greatest sons. Welcome to the Sportsbet NRL podcast. G'day, Dan, Jamie. Uh, looking forward to this and tell you what... Uh isn't it uh, big shoes to fill, Sterlo? How do you follow him in the bat? Well, Jamie said, you can answer that question. Hello to you. Oh, I think about all the halfbacks that have to play after him at Parramatta. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming in as a half, so I'm probably under a little bit more pressure than Joel. But this is punting. We're all equal. Yeah. It's the beautiful thing. Here's yeah. 50 bucks on something is the same 50 bucks as yours and the same 50 bucks as yours. Yeah, but it's Sterlo. He's got the, I guess, four premierships. That's all I think about. Now, uh, how was your off-season, Jamie? Very good, very good. Looking forward to getting back into some footy. It's uh, been an NBA off-season for me, so... You went to... Now, Now you got to see this trip that he went on, unbelievable trip to, mm. to Boston. Why did you go to Boston in the middle of winter? Uh, Paul Pierce retirement jersey, so they put his number up in the rafters and luckily for me and uh, my best mate, we had five games in two weeks at home, so... How'd they go? Uh, they won the first three and we things were looking good and then... The, the back end of the trip, they lost three by 20 points. <laughs> and, yeah, it was – look, they play so many games over there. You can see why it's such a big – yeah, even betting over here for sports bet. You know, that, you guys would turn over so much Ooh. just on the NBA because it's, it's daily. So everyone's always got an interest and everyone's got a team. But um, How much do so, you pay for a ticket? I paid 130 bucks to sit three rows back because I got in early. That's unbelievable. But Aaron Baines uh, hooked me up for one of the other games. I sat two rows back, so I was pretty happy. So they retired the jumper. They retired the jersey. So, yeah, that's it. No one can wear 34. Okay. Um, Look, I, I know that uh, you probably think I'm a mad NBA head being five foot ten, but can we retire the NBA chat? Let's get on to the rugby league, boys. <laughs> so Huge week coming up. And you know what? We haven't bloody spoken about it because of all the Matt Lodge stuff and all the other stories. This is a hell of a first week that Massive. we've got. We've got some great games and, and, and Dragons. Brisbane's interesting, Newcastle, Manly. You know, Cronulla, North Queensland. I know the Cowboys are, are warm favourites, but, you know, just about every game has genuine interest. How long have you been broadcasting the rugby league for, Dan, and have you ever seen a competition as open? Ch- trying to choose a top eight... It's impossible just to be it. I, I disagree a little Do bit. You? Yeah, I think the eights, the eight or nine teams, I reckon, are, are stand out to me. I don't know if I'm going off early, but I think the eight or nine teams stand out a lot more than what they have in recent years, and especially the top four. Dan, you can record this. Yes. I will give Jamie Sout, I've got no idea how I'll come up with the dosh, but I'll give you a million dollars if you can correctly select the top eight in a row today. Today? Not in order. Not even in order. If you can select the top eight, I'll hey, get... No, they, they, you be careful. Someone else will go in. He sports, will not get it. Sports bet will... I'll have a couple of bonuses. They will... You will not select the top eight. Not even in Mate, order. I just think it stands out. I think the top four, if they play up to form and don't have a serious injury, could potentially be almost set in Sharks, Cowboys, Roosters, 
and our Storm. Okay, how about we do it this way? Because we did this last year. A bit of a season preview. I'll go through the teams. And yep. Sportsbet, one of your great markets is um, the over-under. Yes. For uh, wins for each team. So obviously 24 games, Yep. over-under. I'll rattle off these and give me an assessment here. So we'll go in uh, alphabetical. Broncos, in Bird, Lodge, Tagatizi, out Blair, Arrow, SASA, Hunt, Mead, Benji, Tautown, Monga, 13 and a half wins. Do you think they'll go over or under, Jamie? Under. I think that their back line, whilst good, I think they lost a little bit forwards. Obviously, they pick up, you know, I spoke to a couple of Brisbane players and they reckon Matt Lodge is going to be a big inclusion uh, if he plays up to form. But uh, I don't know, the the lack of a genuine halfback, and that's what Brisbane have been known for, for forever. They've had a genuine halfback come through. The lack of that could hurt them early on and they could find themselves chasing tails. And then you've got Origin as well. All right. Under for me. Um, I know he gets hammered, much maligned, but Ben Hunt, he did represent Australia. He's a massive out. He's a genuine halfback. Genuine halfback. Massive, massive out. Tau Tau Monger, as you've mentioned, I think they're unders. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good under as well. Okay. But they did win 16 games last year. We kind of forget that because they really meekly went out of the finals. They... Lost two finals, flogged by Melbourne. But they were third last year, so it would be actually quite the fall to it go w- from 16 to under 13 and a half. They need to regress four wins. You're right. Yeah, it's, I, it's a big fall. I just think, like, as a half, your kicking game is so important, and I don't know where they're going to get that consistently out of Milford and Nicarima for the year. All right. Canberra Raiders last year went 11 and 13, and that's basically the number that's been set, 11 and a half. Um, no major ins. Hingano, Havili, Brad Abbey, Sam Williams, out Baptiste, Clydesdale, Priest, Dave Taylor, Lachlan Croker, and unavailable Josh Hodson. I'm going overs. Uh, I know last year was a big flop. Just before that, the season before, they're one game away from the Premiership. For me, there were 10 games in which they played in were decided by Bees, you know what? Mm. They lost eight of those. Mm. You pinch back three or four of those and they're back in the game. So I just I just want to see Whiten out of that fullback position. To win a premiership these days, you need a ball-playing fullback. I watched Brad Abbey in the trial and he mm. was just sensational, linking to the wingers. Put him in the one jumper and I've got the Raiders having a big season. Yeah, I agree. I oh. think the loss of loss of Hodgson hurts them early on, but there's a guy called Craig Garvey who's gone down there who's been waiting for an opportunity to come into a first-grade squad, and I think Ricky Stewart finally delivers on some of that talent down there. Uh, but I agree with, with Joel. The Jack Whiten fullback experiment, he's such a gifted footballer. You have him in the side somewhere, but I just don't know if it's a fullback. You, you look at the top sides, they have a ball-playing fullback, so I'm also going to go over. And the top sides have gun wingers. Their wingers, Rapana and Kotrick, should account for about 40 tries. So that oh, keeps you many matches. At least. Okay. And, but they've got to – and just quickly, Joey Lalea. He has to have his head on for 24 games. Well, let's be honest. He was fat at the end of last year, as was Junior Paul. Yes. And that's – they've been, from all accounts, they've been whipped into shape. But they've got so much talent. Joel said one game away a couple of years ago. I'm very sceptical of the training the house down. I'm not saying about these two blokes, but all the reports about players like Cassiano looks amazing. Mm. But he's looked amazing before in off-seasons. But you should train the house down. This is, <laughs> You're this professional. Is, this is what you paid for. But, but I'm, I'm with you there because 12 months ago – the Dragons Club are telling me that Luciano Lua has lost about 12 kilos. He's as fit as he's ever been. 
Well, they've just run out the same stories again. So if he's done that, is he playing halfback this year? How much weight has this boy lost? You can't... 25 kilos in two years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's your case in point. When's the... Uh, okay, so if these players... Because you two, you know, play, had long careers, although you weren't heavy blokes, when's the most susceptible time? You see, I would have thought Christmas, summer, that's when you can put it on, but that's when these blokes are losing it because they're in pre-season. Mm. So when are, you, when are you blokes porking up? <laughs> I think it all comes down to what you're doing outside of the regime. I think they were saying that one of the Canterbury players used to go past McDonald's on the way home. Mark O'Mealy, I used to see it because I was in the drive-thru next to him. <laughs> on the other side. Yes. But just on the weight thing, and this is back on the Dragons again, they have been championing the fact that Jay Field has put on all this weight. The Broncos did the same thing with Ben, ben Barber. Barber. I remember when uh, Gordon Tallis said to me, he said, look, mate, when you put on five or six kilos, it just means we could catch you. We're still going to ragdoll you. Whether you're 85 kilos or 81, you'd still get ragdolled. Yeah. So I don't know why the clubs have this propensity to try and beef up these young players. So many kids who come straight out of the touch footy, Benji Marshall, Sean Johnson, Matt Moyle, and list goes on. Yourself, Jamie Seward, the very best football they played was straight out of touch football when they were weighing absolutely nothing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, for me, I wasn't a great trainer and I hated training. So mm. it, I, put, I could put weight on. I could look at food and put weight on. Uh, but it comes back to a discipline. I think it, it is a what you're doing away from footy. You know, I wasn't always 100% disciplined with my diet, so I'd put weight on. But, um, again, these stories of training the house down and everything, it's – it's what you're supposed to be doing. You've, you're paid from November to November. Yeah. So you and if you're be. losing 12 kilos, what what? How, how did you have 12 kilos That's on exactly to lose in the right. first place? But I've got Canberra going over after that. Okay, Canterbury. Jeez, this is interesting. Now, last year was a shocking year. They still won 10 games. In Foreign Woods, uh, Priest, New Brown, but obviously Foreign Woods, the big ones, and out Graham, Reynolds, Cassiano, Branco Lee, Richie Kenner. The number you've set, Joel, at Sportsbet is nine and a half. That's a bloody low number. Proud club, Dan. I'm going for them to sneak over. And I absolutely love the fact that Moses Mbai will play fullback. I've been calling for that for years. Yeah, I will. Look, Moses Mbai is such a talented football. He's a bit like Jack Whiten. I don't know whether they knew where they know where to play him. Seven, six, one, nine. He's, he's so good. But I've got them going under. I think the same, the same things from last year. They're going to have a great forward pack and going to get them in position, but I just don't know if Matt Frawley, I'm not putting all my eggs in the Matt Frawley basket to be able to get them over the line, steer them in the game. And the big question, will Kieran Foran be fit for the whole year? What have you got, Dan? Leisha really come on at the end of the year? I think nine and a half is such a low number. Mm. Sometimes you just got to take things on principle. But they've got the toughest start. Oh, their start is... Their start is... Like, they could be... Potentially, they could be a, a Panthers 2-7. and seven. Have you seen their start? Their yeah. start could haunt a house. Is down. it worse than West Tigers? Because uh, the West Tigers is horrific. For the first 10 weeks, it's worse than the West Tigers. The first five weeks, no. That's yeah. an absolute blackout for the Tigers. But their first 10 weeks... If you're listening to this podcast, that's the only way you'll be hearing me saying this, check out their first 10 weeks. It is a absolute car crash for the dogs. We had a discussion about it and it was very surprising. Yeah, but everyone thought last year if you drew Canberra, it was bad. And if you drew Manly, it was good. I mean, I know... It, we but, overstate these But back to the back to We the tend to, don't we? Mm. Back to the Bulldogs, their points. You know, does Moses then buy one move to fullback? Does that give them an extra couple of tries? I mean, they were horrendous last year. It's a fair forward pack. You're right. And like 16 points a game. Worst in 28 years or something at the club. But their forward pack, you see their name. So they've got Woods, obviously, Clemmer. So that's your front row. Uh, and um, 
Josh Jackson. So you've got half an, an, a Blues origin pack as yep. your starting pack and they've, they've got Aiden Tolman back to the bench. It's got to be worth something. No question over the forward pack. It's a top four forward pack, but you've got to, it's a team game. You've got to be able to have a halfback who knows when to play off the back of that. And I'm sure Dean Pay would have changed their attack, but I just don't know if he's changed it enough to get them to All right, so over for you, Joel, just yep. on the same. I've got him at 10 wins and you've got him at under, Jamie. Yep. Cronulla, um, 15 and 9 last year. 13 and a half is the number set this year with big ins, Moylan, Dugan, uh, also Hodkinson, Gray, Aaron Gray, Sam uh, Manifanai. Big outs as well, though. Jack Bird, uh, James Maloney, Jared Beale, New Brown, Sam Takatizi, and Chris Hyington among the major ones. So it's a very different looking team, uh, Jamie. Yeah, I, I just wanted to throw this one straight to Joel. The, the question for the Sharks is, is if Jack Whiten's not a ball playing fullback, neither is Valentine Holmes at the moment, is he? Look, he's not my first choice. That's the big question, is it musical fullbacks at the Sharks? Dugan, Moylan, Valentine Holmes. They are the hardest team to appraise, in my view, the Sharks. They could win the comp. They could finish 14th. I have absolutely no idea. But um, if they got 15 wins last year, there's so many tough winning players in that side... I've got them probably getting 15 wins again. Yeah, I've got them over as well. So have I, but I do fear that Gowan's going to fall off soon just because so many miles in the legs. Luke Lewis, these are 35, 36-year-olds that have got a lot of miles in the legs. I do fear that when it falls off, it'll fall off quickly. But they're they're two blokes that you mentioned. They are absolute pros. Yeah, Hardly ever drink. They do everything right. Mm. You know, like the gee, they got some, Wade Graham, superstar. I just, I question. I don't have any doubts over their forward pack getting through the year. To be honest, okay. I just question the whole. You know, if it doesn't work the first month with Val at, at fullback and they're one and three or two and two, and and their attack stuttering, does Shane Flanagan pull the trigger and put Moreland back to fullback because. Chad Townsend is going to be their main kicker, and that's going to be the issue. Will Valentine Holmes progress to be that fullback to be able to take him in? Because when they won the comp, Ben Barber had 23 try assists and Val had 20 tries. Mm. Matt Moylan could be Ben Barber at the back and create and turn three into two every time a try. All right, we've all got over. Gold Coast Titans, a very uh, popular spoon bet, but we'll get to that a little later. Uh, They went 7-17 and last year. They got a new coach, and in... Uh, Cartwright, Gordon, Leilani Latu, Mitch Rain, Branko Lee, Jai Arrow. Was he there last year? No, he's a, he's a new he's purchase. Brisbane, yep. uh, and exiting, of course, Jared Hayne, Will Zillman, Chris McQueen, Ignatius Parsi, Leila, uh, 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 Pulu, Levaha Pulu, Tyrone Roberts, Chris Gresmill. So, again, different-looking team. Eight and a half, Joel, the number they've set. So they have to improve. They need to find two wins. They had seven last year. They need to find nine to go over. I think they will. There's a good culture there. Lawrence is there. Gordon's there. Sneaking over. Why do they love this bloke, Jamie? Garth Brennan. Such a player's coach. Can go to him and and understands. And and sometimes, you know, I've had coaches that haven't understood that there is more to life than rugby league. Things happen outside rugby league and Garth Brennan gets that. So I've got them, unfortunately, going under. I think there's going to be some growing pains. And you heard Nathan Peets the other day, which is one of the best interviews ever. I love Nathan Peets. Come out and said, look, we want to win this weekend, but combinations are going to take time. You know, they, they, they've had four months together. They haven't had a year together. They've had four months together. Question for both of you blokes. Do the shares in Ash Taylor increase or decrease come the end of this season? 
the share price for Taylor? What do you think? It has, you know, what hasn't worked so far? The Taylor LG yeah. combination. And, and Brennan started with that. So that's interesting that he's had faith in that because when he's had Taylor Tyron Roberts or Taylor someone else, they seem to be a much better winning chance. Mm. It's a big year for Taylor Huge. because, you know, there were suggestions he didn't like the coach Neil Henry and, mm. and they butted heads and, well, no excuse there now. Yeah, I'd like to see Ash Taylor. I, I love watching him play. I'd like to see him get a little bit fitter. He always seems to look like he's carrying a little bit. And I think that I'll have your shares if you're giving him away, Joel, but the big player for me that has struggled and, you know, had the contract talks last year, we're not going to sign unless we sign together, is Kane Elgy. You know, here, here may be a disclaimer. Big talk around that if Todd Carney goes to the Cowboys, Lachlan Coote goes to the Gold Coast. If Lachlan Coote goes to the Gold Coast, does that improve the game of Taylor? Well, if he plays six, I mean, that probably gives him some stability, but he hasn't had a real senior 5'8". He played his best footy when Tyron Roberts was in around playing footy and, and Ash sort of seemed to run off that. So two young halves for the Titans. I've got them going under this year. He's haven't got a bad back row. Proctor, James Cartwright, if it, if it hits, it's not a bad back row. If it hits, but I, I just think that the pressure, you know, Taylor has to do everything at such a young age and he's not getting much help at the moment. The other big question, boys, what happens with uh, long-term Rain and Peets? Do they both finish the season wearing a Gold Coast jumper? Yes. Peets will – he'll get paid next year, but I think they'll run that nine Rain start or Peets start, then Rain come on, speed up the ruck just before half time. Peets go to 13. All right, so Jamie's got under, Joel's got over. I got over as well, but I've, I've got him at nine, so I wouldn't be investing much on the over-under. Have you got him wooden spoon? Because um, that's 18 points for the wooden spoon. You know something? Yes, I've got they and the Tigers at nine. I think this is so even that, that whoever comes last is going to have a lot of wins. Really? So you think p- potentially we could have an 18 to 16 point last place? I think so. Right, wow. Um, Manly, 12 and a half wins. Last year, 14 and 10. 14 and 10. 12 and a half is the number set. And um, out Blake Green, uh, they'd already lost Steve Maddai and Brett Stewart. Nate Miles went down to Melbourne and then retired. Brent Lawrence is gone as well. A good in in Joel Thompson, uh, Jack uh, Gajewski, I always get that wrong, the the former South Sydney player, and Lachlan Croker. So one big purchase there and obviously the exclusion of Blake Green. Geez, a lot of people are writing this side off. Yeah, I'm I'm with them. I just don't – Cherry Evans is at at his best when he's got a controller, a game manager that he can lean on, not necessarily – you know, have do all the work, but he can lean on and run around the field. I don't know if he's going to be that kind of player to be able to bring Lachlan Croker along fast enough for this side to get wins. Love the addition of Joel Thompson, but for me, I've got them going under. What was the uh, line again, Dan? 12 and a half. 12 and a half. No, I'm, I'm under. Um, Blake Green last year was as good as any player getting a repeat set. What does that do for, you know, the percentage of time you got the ball, etc.? No Blake Green. I, I think it's a big slide for Manly. Yeah. Okay. Green. All right. I've got him under as well, but about 12 wins. Melbourne. Now, 20 and 4 last year. And I remember two of those when their origin blokes weren't there. Uh, in Ryan Hoffman, Sam Cassiano, Patrick Kafusi, Shandor Earl, out, uh, obviously, Cronk, but also Torhu Harris, also Jordan McLean, Slade Griffin, Robbie Rocco as well. 14 and a half is the number set. 14 and a half. So they'd have to drop six wins not to get uh, the over. Six wins from last year, yeah. So uh, I have to go overs. I think they will regress. You know, you're losing a bloke who's won the Dally M twice. He's won a golden boot, Cooper Cronk. 
He, he's a part-time assistant coach there in Melbourne alongside Cameron Smith. I think they will struggle. And I also believe, I'm very strong on this, that rugby league is such a brutal sport. To go back to back is near on impossible. So I think they'll come back the storm. They won't come back that far. No, not six wins. I think that they're still a top four side. Brodie Croft comes in. I just can't wait to watch this kid play a full season and, and learn from Cam Smith and Billy Slater. They won't go six wins uh, worse. When they thumped uh, Leeds, did people get on Melbourne for the premiership at sports? Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, everyone is in love because they thumped Leeds. Cowboys beat them. People yeah. just want to be on the Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys are the team easily the most popular with sports bet. But, I mean, if anyone is going to prove me wrong with my theory, it is three guys in particular. It's Billy Slater, Cameron Smith and Craig Bellamy. Yeah. But And they're flying out of the gates and you see that with all the premiers. But, Dan, October is yeah. a bloody long way away. Is this – we've all watched a lot of footy. Is this the best chance we've seen a team – I mean, I know they lose Cooper Cronk, and it's huge, but they've, they've gotten over that. Is this the best chance we've seen a team go back-to-back? Easily. Like, is this Melbourne the best team that we've seen? Because when we won it in, in 2010, we came out of the gates. I think we were 10-1. and one. But you had to go but to England. Got, but we got tired. We you, just and, it, and we didn't... They all get tired. Yeah. Cronulla faded. But they didn't South have to, faded horribly after they won the But conference. they didn't have to go to England. They're fresh. And that's what I'm saying. But Leeds, look, this, don't get me started on the Super League. I think it's... Yeah, they're 10 years behind us, so I didn't take anything out of that game. <laughs> All right, Warriors. Uh, a lot of people picking them for the spoon, but um, it's an interesting team. Uh, Jared Beal, Ignatius Parsi, these are all ins. Adam Blair, Maniah Cherrington, Blake Green, the big one. Torhu Harris, also a big one. Pete Hiku, Livaha Pulu. Out, Foran, Madalino, Hingano, Bodine Thompson, Ryan Hoffman, Jacob Lilliman. That is a very different-looking team. Seven wins last year. They're on a horrible losing streak. I think they lost their last nine. The number set nine and a half. You say a very different looking team, which it is with the names, but it's the same, same really, isn't it? They're replacing similar players for, for who's departed. The problem is, and I really like this guy, Stephen Kearney, his win rate as a coach is about 20%. This He needs to fire this year and... I've got to just stay unders. This is the wow. team that promises everything. They promise the world deliver an atlas. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to take the overs. I think that they get they've got internationals coming in, and I there's something about me that just says that that group is gets changed by Adam Blair coming into their side, and they've got an experienced guy who can build around that sort of culture and not take. Any rubbish, but in saying that, we thought that with Isaac Luke as well. Adam Blair not taking any rubbish. I think he's he goes one of the it. dirtiest players in the. I game. mean, in the in, within the group, within the group from his players, I think he sets a standard. He's changed since he's been under Wayne Bennett. Will Blake Green have the same effect on Sean Johnson that yes. he did on Cherry Evans? That's why I'm going over. He will. I, I do think he will, but I'm still unders. Someone's. I, I've said overs to nearly every team, Dan. I can't say overs for everyone. No, fair enough. I'm taking the overs. Now, the most, well, one of the most talked about sides in the off-season, the Knights, last year, uh, for all their sort of progression, they still only won five, lost a lot of close ones, and uh, I, did, I needed two columns for their ins. SASA, Hyington, Guerra, Griffin, Lilliman, Moga, uh, Pierce, Ponga, Watson, and out Gagai and Hodkinson. You've set the number, Joel, at nine and a half. So, Jamie, they've got to double their output from last year. And they've already lost a trial, if you want to read anything into mm. that handily to Parramatta. Well, 
if you've got a new spine, which they've got a complete new spine, Denny Levi's not in this week. So Nathan Brown's obviously made the change and gone uh, with Slade Griffin, I think he's gone with. So they've got yeah. nine, seven, six, one that have pretty much never played together as a spine. I'm going to say under only because I don't think they're going to get five wins better. And, and for the fact that the first month you could almost write off because they'll either come out and, and all click straight away and then find some growing pains or they'll find the growing pains early and could be on four again. I love Mitchell Pearce, and he's been the story of the off-season, right? But I actually personally believe he's a nine. I really do. He's played in... Matty Johns has said that too. He believes the same thing. Yeah. Well, and, and purely on this, like he's a tough bugger. He, he's great to have in your team, all those sorts of things, right? But as a halfback, you need to master the repeat set. Mitchell Pearce kicking repeat sets is as rare as seeing the Loch Ness yeah. Monster. It doesn't ha- I think he played something like 16 or 17 in State of Origins for zero repeat sets. You mm. wouldn't have seen Andrew Johns go a game wow. without a repeat set. And in big games, you need that You need that for field position. So for me, I'm not as bullish. What they do have in their favour is a huge home ground advantage. They have the best fans in the business. Kalen Ponga, I believe, will be a superstar. But I think nine is about the number. They will improve. I don't know if they'll get the double figures. Okay, so under for both of you. I got over, but a 10. So I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't be putting a dime on it because I think sports better got it right on the button. This week with Sportsbet, and if your team leads by 12 points, we'll pay you out straight away. Are you wearing my robe? Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. North Queensland, 13 and 11 last year, so for all their uh, glory at the end, they still only won 13, and they're not a particularly good regular season team. Uh, in Jordan McLean. Um, that's really the only big one. Out, Kalen Ponga, Ray Thompson, who retired, Patrick Kafusi. So it's pretty much the same. Thurston, of course, is back. Matt Scott is back. 14 and a half is the number. I was hell-bent on going under, but the 14 and a half to me is quite low. Yeah. Um, the reason I was going to go under is this is a team that I'm personally taking on as far as everyone thinks they win the premiership. They only won one of their last six games heading into the finals. In the finals, for me, they beat teams, and, and you can argue they made them play bad, but the Cronulla Sharks, they were horrible. Parramatta likewise, Roosters likewise. First and McLean, Scott, huge ins, yes. But they've got to improve a fair way to catch the Melbourne Storm. So I'm saying overs, but I don't think they're going to have the season that everyone is picking them to have. Well, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being title favourites before a ball was kicked. So you've seen Penrith last year start 2-7 and seven and then make a run to the finals. I think the, the overs, I'm going to take the overs. JT coming back in, for me, Jordan McLean comes yes. back in. Matt Scott, Matt Scott doesn't have to have sort of two carries. Tal Malolo's going to get getting better. So I think that they're going over and they're going to finish minor premiers. Well, uh, Origin this year is not as affecting on the teams uh, who are highly represented because of the new format, the Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. But still, it will have an impact. Now, Thurston, of course, not playing Origin, but they will lose a heap of players, including probably McLean and Matt yeah. Scott. So they're not going to have a front row, or at least they're going to be uh, tired for some of those weeks during Origin. And so, and the other question is Lachlan Coote, who's injured at the moment. Usually they could slot Caelan Ponga back in there or move it around where Morgan could come in, Ray Thompson could play six. Now they've had to go to Ben Hampton. 
it's not as classy as a lock and coot. What about dynamics, boys? Like Morgan had the season of his life with Thurston back. Can he repeat that? Not being the Pied Piper anymore? Yeah, everyone, Jamie, I ask, hmm. halves, I go, well, how's it going to work now? Because Thurston's the man, but Morgan was the man. Hmm. Can they coexist and both flourish? What do you reckon? I think so. I <laughs> think it's it's, it's, a nice it's JT. Yeah, it's, it's JT. You can't you can't bet against JT. Okay, uh, I've got a, I've got him at seventeen wins actually. Uh, Parramatta, a lowish number, thirteen and a half. Last year they won 16, 16 and eight last year to sneak into the top four. In um, Kane Evans, Jared Hayne, and T Rex Mitchell Moses, of course, a mid season buy last year, and out Semi Rod Radra. Alex Twall, who did some good things, and Frank Pritchard. Um, so 13 and a half, pretty low number. I'm going over. I think that this back line is, could be the Harlem Globetrotters of the NRL if they get it right. If they can get that balance of – it reminds me of when the Warriors used to play that offload. You could see Parramatta doing that. But they've got an advantage, and, and I can't wait to see this dynamic of Gutherson – French and Hayne potentially all playing fullback for 80 minutes. So you could go Bev and French, you're on the ball for 10 minutes, right? I go the wing, Gutherson. So you could have that injection of speed and talent around the ball, which no one else in the comp can do. So I'm looking forward to that dynamic. I think they go over, but again, it's going to be expectation versus reality. Will this forward pack continue to work as hard and the backs take their chances? Semi Rudrada is huge. Like of those wins last year, how many did he contribute yeah. to? But in saying that, you played the coach, and I, I just think this coach who came through the Melbourne Storm um, regime, he's a brilliant coach, Brad Arthur, and I think he'll, if not get the 16, he'll do better. Yeah, I got him at 16 too, so we're all agreeing on the over. Um, he coached Jared Hayne for one year, and Hayne won the Dally M. There you go. So he's, he, he, he's got the key. Penrith, Maloney in. Um, Tyrone Phillips, the former Bulldog in, but that's about it. Out. Uh, Cartwright, Moylan, Hiku, Latu, Rain, Akawala, 13 and 11 last year, Jamie, and 13 and a half is the number Sportsbet have set. So Sportsbet have got them improving on, on last year. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I love the addition of James Maloney. Uh, did you say 13 and a half? 13 and a half. I'm going to take unders. I think it might take a little while for that connection to hit. And I'm still not sold on their their back line. I'm still not sold where they get Peachy into the side. I think he's too good to have sit on the bench for 40 or 50 minutes and then come on and try and win you a game. So, um, Well, I think to Joel's question about Coot, does Peachy see out the year? He's already off to the Gold Coast at the end of the year. He's not going to be happy if but he's, he's... Okay, what, well, a quick one. What's his best position? Well, he's named in the centres round this one. week, so... Yeah. Is that his best position, though? I've got him as a 13. Well, I've got him saying, righto, if I'm coach, I'm saying, righto, we're going to bring you off the bench, but after at 20, you're ready to go at 20 minutes and you're playing out wherever we need you to play. Look, for me, they, they go above. They go above every day of the week. The fullback, look at the spine. The fullback for me is the next Darius boy, Dylan Edwards. The halves, James Maloney, you could flush him down the toilet. He would come back up with a plumber's licence. He just turns things into <laughs> yeah. good things, right? The halfback, we know about him, Cleary. They're probably the half and five-eight for the New South Wales side. And before he got injured last year, boys, Peter Wallace was going to be the New South Wales hooker. So their spine's dynamite. They've got forwards all over the park. Uh, and that's not including – like Isaiah Yo is a future blue in my view. Yeah. And you've got big names like Regan Campbell, Gillard, Merrill, et cetera. They go overs every single day of the week. Okay. All right. Over for you. Jamie Under. I've got him under as well. South. 
Uh, nine wins last year. Have they improved that much? Dane Gagai, Richie Kenner, Mark Nichols and Dean Britt are their in. So uh, not a huge... Have I missed anyone there? It feels Engl- like I have. Inglis. Well, a fit Inglis. Out, Goodwin, Gajewski, Aaron Gray, Robbie Rocco, Dane Nielsen. So it's essentially the same core. It's the same lineup that went 9-15 and 15 last year. It's a new coach. You've said 11 and a half this year. Uh, I've gone under. What about you, Joel? You go first. So they've got to find three wins on last year to, to beat it, okay? You've got Inglis coming into the side, huge. Gagai, huge. And you've got a coach, which is huge as far as there's this low morale and sentiment and blokes like the halfback, Reynolds is playing like a busted. If he fires, you've got those guys. I think I think they make the top eight, actually, Ooh, South Sydney. Jeez, okay, uh, so that's obvious over there. That, that'll cost you a million dollars if you don't have a million dollars. <laughs> well, I don't have them in there, so I still won't have a million dollars. I think that Rabbitohs, I just want to see what they do the first month. I'm going to take the unders, but I just think that Anthony Seabold comes in, big reputation. Yes, he's going to energise the players, but... Yeah, you know, a fit GI, everyone wants to see him back. Do they know how to use him in the centres? Because at fullback, you can throw him the ball, he can bring the ball back. Sometimes at centre, and I found this with Gaz, he comes back into centre and I found myself trying to get him the ball instead of just let the game flow and being able to give it to him when we get a chance. So I, I don't know if they get that dynamic right straight away. We'll talk about in the next podcast, should Gagai be fullback or in the centres? Uh, Alex Johnston, number one for their first game. St George Lawara in. Uh, ben Hunt. And James Graham out, and it's kind of forgotten with all the ins, uh, the two big ins, but Dugan, uh, Russell Packer, Joel Thompson, and also Tane Milne, Josh McCrone. 12 and 12 last year. They have been knocking on the door of the eight uh, the last two or three years. In fact, been in the eight. Um, 12 and a half is the number. So, sports, but you got them basically doing what they've done the last two or three seasons. Yeah, well, my answer is here, Dan. I think. Record this and play it in six weeks' time. Oh, here we go. People will be talking about this dragon side as having one of the best spines in the competition. McInnes is heavily, heavily underrated. They love him at the club. The halfback Hunt with Widdop, Dufty the fullback. Press play on this in six weeks' time. They'll be going overs. Yeah, I'm taking the overs as well. I think Ben Hunt is worth two or three wins on what they had last year. you got an actual game manager there. You allow Widdop to be able to roam around. And Widdop didn't like controlling the game last year. He didn't like having to do all the kicking. This year he can support, which is what he's good at, turn up on those little kicks back inside from Hunt. I'm taking the overs. And Matt Dufty, you're right, Joel, he is dynamic. I just want to see him grow as a player because I've gone. I've heard some things about his training you know, the last couple of years hasn't been great at times. Mm. I want him to realise that he's a young first grader and that it's going to take time, but he can he can be dynamic for that okay. spot. Okay, over for everyone. Roosters, 17-7 and seven last year in Cronk Tedesco. Reese Robinson, Frank Paul Newasala, the late inclusion, uh, only signed last week. And out Aiden Guerra, Mitchell Pearce, Connor Watson, Kane Evans, Michael Gordon. So... Um, 17 last year, 15 and a half. I would suggest, Joel, that is a conservative number you've put up there at Sportsbet. I know 16 and 8 gets you into the top four, but that, that seems a win or a win too low. Dan, I've just, I can't believe you've just done that. You've told them this number. People are turning off this podcast in a hurry to back the overs. How can they beat 15 and a half? 17 last year, you mentioned those ins, Tedesco and Cronk, and the coach... How many minor premierships has he had in his short career? Three? Three. He's the captain of consistency. Goodbye to the, the, the listeners. It was nice <laughs> to have your company, but they are overs every day of the week. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm with you, boys. I think that this side comes in. The big question is, if if anything was to go wrong, is yeah, do you go too much, give Cooper Cronk everything? Because he's had such a great system in Melbourne. He hasn't got Cam Smith. He hasn't got Billy Slater. And James Tedesco, for me, as, as good a player he is, he's not a Darius boy when it comes to ball playing. So there are going to be some growing pains. I'm still taking the overs. I think they get it right. Okay. Now, the final team, West Tigers, again, like the... Uh, who was the other team? Newcastle Knights. I've needed two columns to get all the ins. Mahe Fanua did some good things in the Super League. Peter Godinay, Benji Marshall, Ben Madalino, Chris McQueen, Tane Milne, Russell Packer, Josh Reynolds, Alex Twall, Robbie Rocco, out. Uh, Moses Suley, James Tedesco, Aaron Woods, a couple of big ones, and uh, Avasiu Manafanai. The number is seven and a half, which is last year's number, seven and 17. I've heard things behind the scenes. They're a mess uh, just in terms of uh, cohesion. And, you know, this is a brand-new team, so it might take a little while. Seven and a half, Jamie. They don't have to do all that much to get the over. No, I'm taking the overs. I think that Luke Brooks this year benefits from having an experienced Benji Marshall behind the scenes, helping him along the way, and a competitor in Josh Reynolds. And I know it's going to be hard trying to fit Benji back in the side, but I just think Russell Packer... Uh, ben Madalino, they've all played for Ivan Cleary and he's a player's coach. He understands his players. He can get the best out of them. Seven and a half is not that many. I'm taking the overs. Yeah, look, my beloved Tigers, I'm, I'm worried about this year. Um, Tui Malolola here, fullback. These days, your fullback role is so important defensively and for me, Tui's not that kind of guy to pull your team along defensively. I'm worried about that. I'd be playing Benji at fullback personally. Uh, having, Benji at his age? Yes, I would. Yep, I'd have oh. him popping up at fullback a la Hodgson Kevin back in the Aguama. day. No, I think he's a winger, Kevy. I'd yeah. be keeping Nofaluma. I can't believe Nofaluma's not in the side. Well, that has to be a training or... Well, it's obviously a drama. Obviously he a was, drama. He was the heart and soul of that club last year and now he's finding himself in reserve grade round one. I, I think they could have a great great spine in Benji at fullback, Brooks in the halves with um, Reynolds. Yeah. And the, the young hooker's a gun, Jacob Little. He is. He's so a that, gun. that would get them over the line, but... Um, Otherwise, they've got a tough first five weeks, have you said. Ivan might pick himself at fullback after five weeks. <laughs> and, and, and also, and we'll talk about this in the next podcast, apparently the plan is that Benji, when he comes into the game, Reynolds is going to go back to hooker. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all a bit, you know, loosey-goosey. But anyway, so you've both got uh, – you've got the over, Jamie. I've got the over as well, only because it's seven and a half. They don't have to do that much to get and over. Sometimes you turn up and you think, well, we got this covered, and all of a sudden yeah, it's no 16. Kidding. You've gone under. Yeah, but there's 16, 14. With, like, look what they did to Manly last year at, at Leichhardt. No one likes going to Leichhardt. They're going to steal a couple of wins. All right, let's go. Okay, so they're the uh, over-unders. Now, we've only got five minutes here, so we'll just power through these. Minor Premiership. Now, with this podcast, we'd not only like to get your selections, gentlemen, but the value that uh, you, you might see a team there and think, well, geez, I probably don't think they're going to get there, but that price is too good to be true. Um, the prices I have, and these are subject to change, of course, and um, they may change by the time you've listened to this, Roosters $4, Cowboys and Melbourne $5, Penrith 13 Brisbane 13 Cronulla, Parramatta, and the Dragons at 15 Anything stick out there? Oh, Roosters every day of the week. As I said, Trent Robinson, so many minor premierships. You enter this pro, which is Cronk, who's not playing State of Origin. Mm. They're my minor premiers. I'm going to go Smokey. I'll, I'll go outside. I think the Sharks, they might get off to a bit of a flyer. They figure it out mm-hmm. early and 
they might sneak up there and grab. I'm going for a bit of value. I've got Parramatta just for value. Yep. I'm with you, Joel, the Roosters and, and the Cowboys, but um, the, the value, $15. You're taking notes here, DNA. Look. Well, bloody oath I am. To play them a bit later, that's good. This is, you need to be held accountable. 100%. Well, and you if you're going to pick favourites or podcasts, yeah, that's right. we'll, sort, we'll, we'll, we'll weed you out very okay, quickly. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm a non-favourite backer, so don't worry, I'll come good. Well, we could have all said Roosters, but where's the value in okay, that? Okay, least wins. Uh, Tigers, the favourites, at $3.75. Uh, Gold Coast at 4 Canterbury, six fifty. Warriors have come into six fifty. Canberra, 13 Newcastle, 13 uh, Manly, 17 South, 17 And then 26 uh, the rest of the field. I've got the Titans. I think that's, yeah, $4 Titans for the uh, wooden spoon. Simply at the price, a little five of Manly, $17. Oh, Are you happy with that? Am I yeah, back? You know what? Oh, I, wow. Listening to your comments before, I looked down and I, when I heard uh, Dan say Manly, $17, I thought, bloody hell, Manly, fiver. That you could turn that into something, I tell you. So you're saying Newcastle. I don't think they'll get the spoon. No. $13. For a team we don't know if they're going to gel, yeah. and that's finished last and last three years in a row, and we, we still got a lot of kids there bringing through. But what about we all trash the Warriors, and we're not sure if it's going to change. Six fifty. Well, my concern there is if Stephen Kearney doesn't see the season out, who goes in? Well, there's plenty of good coaches. Oh, they get hot at the end. Yes, that's my worry. Um, okay, and Premiership betting: Roosters favourites five dollars, Cowboys five fifty, uh, Melbourne at six. Uh, Parramatta. So it's really a race in three, according to sports bet. Then we get to the next uh, rung of teams. Parramatta at 12, Brisbane 13, Cronulla 15, Penrith 15, Dragons 15, South 17. That's skinny. Uh, mm. Canberra 26, Manly 26. Someone must have had a big bet on South for them to be seven, $17. They've been well supported. That's stingy, Joel. Yeah, sports no, well, bet's better than that. We've got to be dictated by the money, Dan. And... Okay. Uh, there's a big rap on Seabold, so they have been well supported. The Eels have been well back, so too the Cowboys. Canberra 26, Manly 26, Newcastle 31, Warriors 34, Dogs 41, Titans, Tigers 67. I Look, my heart says uh, go with North Queensland, but my uh, brain says go with Parramatta for a bit of value. Oh, okay. To win the comp, yes. $12. You've got company. Oh, I think, oh no! Yeah, if I had three dollars to spend, I'd have two on the Roosters, one on the Eels. Okay, I got Parramatta too. Parramatta, oh, wow. North Queensland, Grand Final. Because you wow. can bet the Cornella. We've picked two, so who's the other one for you? So you oh, got, you're saying you're saying Cowboys, Eels. Both of you are saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the Roosters, Eels. I think the, I think the Roosters fall one game short this year, and they get it next year. Are we sure, Cooper Cronk? He's he's getting old. He's taken a lot of hits. Can he get them the premiership? I'm not worried about what Cooper Cronk does. I'm worried about everyone else around it. There's standards being set in Melbourne. He's come from one probably the greatest what dynasty in NRL history in that sort of 20-year period of Melbourne. Comes to the Roosters. You know, he, he, when he wanted the ball, he got the ball. He's not playing with Cam Smith anymore. Top point scorer. Just give me – I'll just rattle these oh, off here. I don't even have to say it. Nathan Cleary. I think $5 second favourite. in the queue. Croker at $3.50 is the favourite. Uh, well, yeah. With it but eight, Kahu 10. Well, it's just for the last five years, you know, it's the two most prolific point scorers have been Maloney and Croker the last five years. Maloney's not, obviously not going to feature with Cleary there, so I'm with Croker. I'm with you. Okay. They don't even score enough points. Sneaky $10 Raiders. for me on JT. You got to make in the eight? You got the Raiders making the eight? 
Can't be top point scorer if he's finishing. Yes, he can. Eleventh or twelfth. Yeah, you got them. You've got them over eleven and a half wins. So you're... I know it's a big task to um, get the point scorer when you miss the eight. But I'm telling you, boys, it can happen. Give me Just some value here. Search two thousand. Someone get David, someone get David Middleton. On Give here. me some value on, on try scorer here. Vunavalu. This is actually a good market because the favourite seven dollars. Vunavalu. Adokan nine. Uh, Rapana at 11, Bevan French 13, Alex Johnston, Daniel Tupo 17, Tedesco, Oates, Holmes 21, so is Sione Katoa. Now that's Cronulla winger, Sione Katoa, Latrell Mitchell, Tommy Travojevic and Nick Kotrick's Nick at $26. That's outrageous. Okay, give value there, boys. Well, the man you featured there, young Katoa, I think he's a big chance yeah, for Cronulla. You love him. He, he absolutely killed them in the trial. They could not tackle this young kid. Is he big? Is he starting? He, he's big. He's a tackle buster. He's quick. He's starting on the weekend. He's starting. He's starting. So he'll play the whole season. He's a big price. I think Joseph Manu, who's about $101, who absolutely killed and destroyed the New South Wales Cup last year, he's a big chance. It's a big step up to come up the first grade, though. A lot of we called that uh, game semi-final, and he did tear him apart. But it's a different level come up the first grade. I actually like uh, Bevan French. I think that they go Jared Hay and Bevan French on the same side, and Jared Hay just turns Put it on and, and puts it puts him away. Hayne's another who could feature it. What price is he, Dan? Jared Hayne is he there? I haven't got him in the in the top. I suppose ten or twelve there. So he's playing in the centres, obviously. Like one-on-one for him in the centres. He can be scoring tries for fun, can't he? Oh, yeah. easily. But he could just easily go down a short side and kick for Bevan French. Now, you're taking knows. bets this year, Joel, on Dally M. Yeah. Um, and someone here, I've just got an email. Someone's back Greg Inglis to win 186000 So there you go. Um, Cam Smith and Jason Tamalolo, the $9 favourites. Thurston, 11. Tedesco, 13. Milford, Milford 15. Cronk, 15. Cherry Evans, 15. 21 uh, and above for the field. You know what? I said uh, Jonathan Thurston, I think, as, as a pick, but I'm going to say Cherry Evans. Doesn't have to compete with anyone in the Manly side for votes. If he if they win, he's usually going to be their best player and he's going to get three Interesting points. theory. If I was held at gunpoint... That's it, what's he at, 21? 21. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah, if I was held at gunpoint, I would be saying Jason Taumalolo. You just know what you but get from him every game. No, Thur- no that, Thurston. That, that is the biggest load of, you know, what I think. Everyone says that every year. No. They split but, points. But go through the Dallium winners and who was else in those sides. Look, you, were, you were talking about your point scoring record from whenever. I'm going to blow my yep. horn a little bit here. In 2009, you know, with three rounds to go, take away the losses, I, I reckon I've shared votes with Darius a couple of times in 2009 and I was leading with four rounds to go. So it definitely happens. I think that Thurston. But you're also winning games too. You're sharing in more points. So look, the recent winners. Two or three and one. Sometimes three and one could be the, the the difference. But let me throw some recent winners at you. Cameron Smith. Did he have a, other greats in his team? Did Taumalolo? Did Thurston? I, I just want to know in what scenario would you be at gunpoint to come up with a deli? <laughs> I don't know. Someone <laughs> will have a gun to your head and say, now, Joel. I need a deli winner. <laughs> you will because you've got all the notes. So <laughs> at gunpoint. At gunpoint. <laughs> you're going to go, mate, mate, I read your notes at the start of the year and uh, you're at gunpoint <laughs> now. You just so. see someone, you know, he's with the family in Bogota and just someone just grabs <laughs> him and says, right, 
Dally M winner. <laughs> that's it. That's our first podcast out of the way. But stay tuned because we're going to have the round one preview uh, very shortly as well. Anything we need to promote, Joel? No, not really. You've got the 12 up. And uh, million dollar tipping too. Get involved there. It's free to enter. Stacks the prizes up for grabs. And that's you give a prize away a week, every yeah, week, every don't you? every single week. Yep, 5,000 up for grabs. It took me five months to track down the last winner. But you can see that on uh, Sportsbet's Facebook page, the story about that. Oh, that's a gross. It wasn't he didn't even know. He didn't know for five months. <laughs> he, he actually did see the money in his account. I didn't believe it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, if if there's fifty thousand in my account, Jamie, I'm not asking any questions. No, <laughs> Withdraw. Am I. I'm going straight to the bank and withdraw it. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, everyone. We'll be back soon for another sports bet uh, NRL preview. For NRL this week with Sportsbet, place a three or more leg same game multi. And if one leg fails, get up to 50 bucks back in bonus bets. You've upset my pipes. Conditions apply gamble responsibly.